Okay. Oh. It's on. We're on. Okay. We're ready. We're stretching. Okay. <laughs> it's on. Let me take my sip of caffeine. Let's do the coffee I think my coffee tastes weird because I've been drinking this. Maybe. You're mixing stuff. Because this is really sweet. Yeah. That's not. That's weird. Anyways. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Pretty Legal Nonsense. I say your name first. No, you don't. Yes, we always do. I'm Abby. I'm oh, Clara. my gosh. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Abby. I'm Clara. And welcome back to Pretty Legal Nonsense. Glad to see you. We're happy to be here. <laughs> She's happy to be here. I'm... Recovering. <laughs> it's all good. We are we've discovered week. We're we've tired. discovered that in this friendship, Clara gives off the biggest golden retriever energy of anybody <laughs> I've ever met in my entire life. And Abby's our black cat. And I'm the black cat, which is funny because I do have two cats. But I am and a I have a dog. It, that's he's black though. Oh, well, little black fluffy boy. Like my I, Sammy, shout out to Sammy. I love you, baby. <laughs> I would be asleep right now if I could. I mean, I love this. Don't get me wrong. Well, here's my thing, guys. Is like, and we've discussed this. I when I wake up in the morning, I have like a shock of energy. Oh no! And then it dies throughout the day. Like I am gone. Like my mm-hmm. social battery is done. Like midday. And then there's me. <laughs> She's the complete opposite. I get all my energy at night. Oh yeah. But anyways. <laughs> Back to what we're doing today. So we are yeah. discussing prison systems, prison systems, wow. slash judicial system, but mostly prison systems. Mostly prison. We already had a. We'll our, we'll our, sprinkle in a couple judicial topics because I think it we, I think it overlaps. It works well. Yeah. So I'm gonna start off by saying I don't know too much about the prison system. So yeah. this is gonna be a lot of you, it's gonna be but a lot of me. from what I do know, I'm a comment. So so um, <laughs> I actually take a class. Um, Everyone knows we go to Lipscomb. Um, Lipscomb does this thing with the life, pro- life program. I think I've talked about it. I'm taking a class next semester. Which one are you taking? Story of the church. That's right. I'm so excited. So Lipscomb does the life program, and it's where you can go and take a class in the Tennessee Women's Prison, which is now called the um, Deborah K. Johnson Rehabilitation Ooh, Center. I love that. We'll unpack that in a second. Oh. Um. But it's really fun. I had my last <laughs> class this week, and like actually, Sorry, guys, re- I'm sick. I, yeah, we're both really sick. Um, I actually, like, I was kind of sad to leave because yeah. I even, I think I'm going to talk to um, the person who runs that department and see if I can go back and do, like, English tutoring. Oh, that would be fun. Um, but, cause I, or if they, like, release another class that you would want to take. Yeah, it will probably be in the spring Yeah, because I can't take any of the fall classes. I'm doing the fall, and if I like it, which I feel like I will, I would go back if I can. But I'm also, if y'all know, I'm graduating early, so... I don't have too much time to just dilly dally. You're graduating, I think, like basically with me. Yeah, December 2024. Oh, wait, you're graduating before me, and you're younger than me. Sorry, oh, you're doing babe. three and a half years. That's right. Two and a half. <laughs> <sighs> okay, whatever. Um. All right, back to oh. prison systems. Anyways, um, it's. I will say. I, was very hesitant on taking the life program class because they really try to, when you go in there for your training day, they really try to drill into your brain. They try to make you think that these people aren't human. I've been told that. I had my interview for the life program classes and she said, she was like, she was like, listen, she's like, you seem strong and you seem like 
like it, you're gonna like it but at the same time she's like she's she was like the life program is amazing but at yeah. the same time during training they will really beat you down and they want you, you to call them inmate whatever their name is they want you you can't touch like you can't hug them you can't do anything I hugged so many people on my last day. Yeah. I will. I literally. I had a friend take the class and she wasn't even an LJS major. And that class made her become an LJS major. I left that class. I, I left that training session and I said, I will never call them inmate. Yeah, no. They're, they're um, in-house students or inside students. I call them residents. Yeah. And. And even in my interview, I said, I, I, I said exactly. I was like. Because I was talking about the quote-unquote inmates. And I, I, I told the person who's interviewing me, I was like, I don't want to call them criminals. Because um, I, I, I don't know what I was talking about. But I was talking about, like, the people on the inside. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I don't want to. I was, like, trying to come up with a word. And I was like, mm, I don't want to use the word criminal. And she loved that in my interview. Yeah. She was like, that is amazing. Do not ever do that. Because they are human. They're hu- and they, they really are people. They they're really the try to make you because they're trying to be better. They re- exactly and like, I just I hate that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember one day I had a really big conversation with um, one of the residents, one of the um, inside students, and they and she said, you know, they call it the Deborah K. Johnson Rehabilitation Center because it's based off a former warden who died, like I think within the past few years, but it's not. A rehabilitation. She said they're doing a disgrace to her name, actually, because she was like she never wanted to call them inmate. She was the sweetest person. Yeah. And and the in house student was like she would be disgusted with what this place has become, and that breaks my heart. Yeah. I had a friend who um who did the life program, and she was she was just telling me about all the. Oh, she was like she did a project. This was in civic engagements. Um, so I've discussed civic engagements before. It was a class I took, and basically you cut, you find a problem in the world that you want to, you can't solve it. They're hard to solve, but you try to come up with something that'll help. So her project was about like the um, medical, like medical needs. Oh yeah, in the prison systems and how, or no no no, it was like health, just health in the prison systems mm-hmm. and stuff about how like they were eating like they would eat like. Four days expired meat and stuff like that. It's like one of the, one of the um, residents like was helping out in the kitchen and saw that the food that they were serving had been expired. That's disgusting. And they still served it. They still cooked it and served it. It's I can't. It just breaks my heart because I the in house students that I had a class with and like I'll try not to cry because I'm. I'm also slow on sleep, but um, <laughs> they are, they have some of the most loving souls and biggest hearts I've ever met in my entire life. I was gone for two weeks. I was sick for two weeks and I'm going to miss my classes. And the first thing, that, uh, the first one that approached me when I came back was an in-house student. It wasn't even an outside student. Oh and they gave me hugs and they were like, oh my gosh, we're so happy that you're back. Like, are you Okay what happened i was like oh well, I, I had a really bad sinus infection and it like got worse and things like that and they're like oh i'm so sorry like we were praying for you and i was like it's just amazing. why on god's green earth would anyone think that these people are anything less than they actually are that's what i'm saying and you know i watched um 
there was like I don't want to call it. And Hollywood just, Hollywood doesn't help. Uh, does not help. But I watched a show. It was like uh, I think it was like sixty thirty days in sixty. Oh, days is that in. the one where um, they put like civilians yeah. in there? Um, they like put they basically if you haven't watched the show, they put um, people in prison to try to like help, and they help police kind of figure out who's like selling drugs in there or like what's actually going or on. what's just wrong. Yeah, what's wrong? The prison. The prison. And I know that. So a lot of the people who went in, they don't get paid or anything. They no. volunteer. Some of them can't finish it. Yeah. I know a lot of the people who went in, went in and they were saying that they wanted to go because they think prison is too good. They're like, I'm trying to prove, like, I know there's this one woman. Oh, she irritated me when I watched it. She was like, I volunteer to do it because I think, like, the prisons are too nice. And my husband doesn't believe me, so I'm going to do it. She's like, she was like, they get a free. They get free meals, a roof over their head. They're fine. They're doing amazing. And in my head, I was like, how naive no, actually, yeah, are like, you? That just makes me... Sorry, that's That makes eye. me angry. That makes me so mad. Like, I just... I'm like, do you think people who commit crimes, like, don't deserve a roof over their head or a meal? <laughs> they are still people. It just makes And me even so then, mad. like, the meals, like... They're not getting, like, five-star meals, y'all. I just said it was expired. I literally, so we have a class on Wednesday nights, and one of the in-house students had to skip dinner Yeah. to take her medicine and go to class. And so she didn't get to eat. Exactly. And I was like, and even our professor was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That, like, this is how this is working out. And, like, it's just, it makes me so mad. And Hollywood doesn't help because I think Hollywood in shows like Hollywood shows prisoners dancing and what's that prison break that show prison break is that what it's called I don't know I there's a show I, I think it. it's called prison break and it I mean it's all about I haven't watched it in full but it's basically about this guy breaking out of prison and it's like that I feel like the portrayal of prison that I have seen and what is portrayed in tv shows especially tv shows like that is or like orange is the new black mm. I feel like Orange is the new black. It makes people want to go to prison. And I'm like... Because it shows like... Don't. <laughs> like, don't. Absolutely don't. But like, it it's a great like, show. Don't get me... I love the show. Yeah. I only watched a couple episodes of it. It made me a little angry. But it's <laughs> not how it... That's not how it works. At and, all. And people don't realize that. Like, Hollywood glamorizes it. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't... People don't realize how messed up our prison systems are. I know. And, and it's like... I mentioned this in our, what episode did we just record? <laughs> we record, we just did the, um, oh God, why I can't, restorative justice. Okay. I mentioned this in our restorative justice episode that I think the judicial system doesn't help. No. With how prosecutors view criminals too, because I think prosecutors or what create help create that persona of this is the worst possible person that you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a love hate relationship with that because yes, people deserve to be punished for their, the crimes that they have committed. They deserve to face the consequences, but at the same time, they're people too. Yeah. And so I have, I've always said, um, and a lot of the times like these people, they are people who have either been dealt a bad hand or they just made a mistake. A lot of the time, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of the times, like, they also, they come from broken homes. Like, 
they they haven't like had a lot in their lives like yeah and i mean i'm not saying like that's the case for every prisoner but i'm saying like in the most part like i know i've met people at my work i i I, like the most of the kitchen staff at my work have been in prison i'm trying to see if you can see my feet on the camera you cannot (laughs) okay but your dog's away we do this every episode i'm sorry guys i have a really bad problem with (coughs) this is a very we we were very serious for a little while but i have a really big problem with not wearing shoes (laughs) I hate shoes, so I wear so I wear sandals all the time. Oh lordy! So I can take my shoes off, and I literally do this in the office where I work too. And my boss got onto me for it one time, and then I turned and walked into her office, and she didn't have shoes on, and I was like, "You literal hypocrite!" (laughs) Like, oh my, that's why I only take them off when I'm like by the desk, and like my feet are. You can't see my feet. Okay. Well, I was just making sure my dogs weren't out on camera. They were not. But I promise they're like. They what were we talking about? I forgot. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, 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 I was saying. So, um, I I work with people like people at my, at my job in the kitchen. Most of them have been in prison, and they yeah. were saying like, like, and they were kind of saying how they um, like, what happened to them was either like they were framed and they had to do time for it. Or I don't want to say like their actual cases, but like they were either framed, um, something bad happened to them, so they did something bad, or like, and that that kind of doesn't make it sound too well, but like no, I like do you know what I mean? Like, like retribution type thing, like yeah, eye for an eye kind of a thing. No, well, no, 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 more like um, more I like, thought something would happen, so I did yeah, this more to like prevent it from happening. Okay, defense type of cases. I just watched a queer eye episode about that. Love it. No, but it's just, like, a lot. Li- and, like, most of the people I work with, they're, like, the kindest souls. I'm, yeah. like, and, the, and then, of course, we keep, like, the rude people out of prison, but that's another topic. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I but. I just, it, it, mm. I mean, I had a, my, my friend who did the project on prison systems, she discussed how, like, even medication, like, medication, they were prescribed and they, that the, the, um, the, inmates needed mm-hmm. they like couldn't get it and even when they got it they had to be like watched with it they were only given like a like one pill when they're actually were supposed to have two like the medical records in there are not kept well and they're getting sick because of it too i i have a lot of opinions about the prison system go for it that's what this is for well i feel like i can't say some of them say what you can because i Having a class in the prison has been an eye-opening experience. That's why I want to do it. And I, some of those people, the judicial system has failed them. Mm-hmm. And so for those of you, I think I've mentioned this. Um, for those of you that don't know, Tennessee doesn't have like accessory to a crime anymore. You just get charged with the crime. I think I've mentioned this. No. Oh, I haven't? No. Okay, so you just get charged with the crime. So say, say Claire and I. You always well, want to blame it on me. Well, <laughs> okay, say Taylor and I. Oh, God, no, not him. <laughs> say all three of us, me, Taylor, and Clara. <laughs> okay. For those of you that Taylor was on our um, foster care episode. Also, y'all, I love Taylor, so I bully him because I'm friends with him. So Yes, we're, we're, we're really close friends with Taylor. Don't call me a bully. <laughs> um, but say the three of us, say the three of us, Go rob a store. Yeah. 
Or say, and then, but then say, Clara's in the car. So, like, she's the getaway driver. Yeah. We'll say, Taylor and I are actually Who in. Who made that? Who made that decision? <laughs> Taylor's a faster driver than I am. <laughs> say, Taylor's the getaway driver. <laughs> and Clara and I are inside, like, actually robbing the store. We'll say, I shoot someone and kill them while I'm in this, while we're robbing the place. Mm-hmm. All three of us can get charged with murder. And Taylor, who is in the car didn't do anything can be charged with the robbery and the and the murder and so there are people who are in prison who i have talked to through my class who were like i was just in the car and that is ridiculous and some of them so there's this there's this thing called um post you okay it's all the monsters i'm burping a lot um there's this thing called post-conviction. Do you know about post-conviction? I actually don't. So post-conviction is, so you have your pretrial, then you have the trial, and then sometimes you can go through appeals. But if you don't go through appeals, after your sentencing hearing, and you are like, then you do your post-trial conviction. And that is like once you're pretty much in the prison, you can go back. And it's basically, a lot of times it raises up questions with ineffective counsel. Like if there was, if you thought anything was wrong with the trial, Oh, I do know. But you didn't get approved on appeal. You can bring it up in post-conviction. So a lot of times people do ineffective counsel and because their counsel didn't object to something, didn't raise a motion, didn't do this or that, like didn't do their job. Mm -hmm. And there's a test that you can do. I just wrote a giant paper on this. uh, (laughs) So I would know all this stuff. It was literally in my essay for my final there's this test that you can do called the Strickland test, and basically it's to decide. It it's a two prong test that helps you decide whether or not um, your counsel has been ineffective. But that's kind of a beside the point. That's just me throwing my knowledge out there. <laughs> um, that's me trying to prove I'm smart. But it's what am I trying to say? I lost my train of thought. I couldn't tell you. It's. Uh, so people, so people go to post conviction, and then I had I heard stories of people of people going to post conviction. They're like, that were literally just like, I shouldn't even be here. Like the judge didn't take this into account, and neither did the district attorney, or the uh, ADA that took the case, and neither did my counsel. And they're just like, and, and it's so insane to me. <laughs> Sorry, you good? Yeah, my sinuses are so bad that my teeth are starting to hurt. Um, it's so insane to me that, like, that is, like, that's even a thing that, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that thought, but it just, post-conviction is super, post-conviction is really interesting. A lot of people don't know that it's a thing because they're just like, oh, court of appeals. Like, it just goes, you appeal it. It goes, like, no, you get a post-conviction hearing Yeah. afterwards. And, I can't remember but nine, ti- it, nine times out of ten, it doesn't work, though. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's a good idea, but in theory, the execution. In theory, it is a great That's idea. The issue. I feel like, I feel like we keep setting up systems. Like, <laughs> are you all right? <laughs> That's I the thing like is, I feel like head. we just keep setting up systems in the U.S. that are meant to help, but they don't. But they end up actually, in they some hurt cases, more than making they help. yeah. In some cases, they end up making it even worse. And I don't know. It just breaks my heart because, like, these are people. These are not a file on your desk. Yeah. These are not people. These are not like 
just, oh, okay, I don't want to deal with this today. Jail. Bye. And I feel like that is a lot of what happens. And people, like, like, I feel like a lot of the time, even, like, I went to court for a speeding ticket. Yeah. And I felt like even the judge there was just like, okay, let's get this done. Like Something that we, I've, I have talked about a lot in my women in the law class that I take because a lot of times we talk about the makeup of the court in these in some specific cases so like what did the supreme court look like when these cases went to the supreme court or went to the appellate court or went to whatever like who what was who was who was the judge that presided who was the judge that presided keep messaging me I'll turn my phone off who was the judge that presided who did I'm gonna take a pause so we can cut that part out um some of the stuff we talk about about women in the law class is what the makeup of the court looked like. So yeah. who was who was in the Supreme Court or appellate court? What was the makeup of the judges? Were they liberal? I wish lean- I took this class. <laughs> it's so interesting. Is it a liberal leaning court? Like court? Like what? And I think that I've always said, you know, we say that our judges are supposed to be impartial, mm-hmm. and I think we just see with the Supreme Court that they're not impartial. Oh yeah. And that judges are not impartial, and I think like especially criminal court judges. You have to be impartial. And the amount of times I've heard, like, or I've I've had, I'm not I'm not really gonna I'm not gonna say any names, but I've had an instance with a friend or or whatever, where they've where like I've had uh, I've heard lawyers say, well, you committed this kind of crime, and judges really hate people who committed this kind of crime, and I'm like, well, if the judge isn't gonna be impartial, then why is he serving on my case? Yeah, I not my this was not my case. I feel yeah, it was. I feel very strongly about that. I'm like, I don't understand how we as a you, like you're not gonna be able to be impartial if you can't set aside your morals and your you shouldn't be a judge. You and that's let alone like let alone like yeah, you should know which cases you can and can't take. But at the same time, if you well, know you have you a rule book. Do you, judges literally have a rule book that they have to follow. And that's my thing is I'm like, if you... You ain't following know, it if you ain't if impartial. If you know you can't follow it and you can't be impartial, then there is absolutely no reason you should be a judge. Leave it to someone who can. And I know those people are hard to find, but I'd rather, honestly, I think I would rather have, like, very few good judges than uh, than <laughs> Plethora mostly of. bad ones and a couple good ones. Yeah. Because, yeah, okay, they're going to get crazy and overcrowded, but they're going to do their job. I, yeah, I think that's a lot of the problem. Yeah. I just have really strong feelings about it, and I think, I think we also, I think every part of our system is flawed. I feel like that's a running thing. I feel like we say very few <laughs> good things. And that's not even an out-of-pocket thing. Like, every part of our government is flawed. I think we need a lot of reform. A hundred percent. And I know that's really hard to come by, especially after we've been doing things for so long in a certain way. But I think it needs to be done because the people that we just keep putting in prison who don't deserve to be there. Yeah. Like kind of going back on the restorative justice thing we talked about in in a different episode, I was thinking about it. And I think that like we should do maybe like a screening or something on a person and their mental state and like if they qualify for restorative justice. Because you a lot of the times... Like the same kind of test that I think people should do for guns or like, like that kind of thing? No. 
more or, or what like was your a, mental more state? More of like a morality. What was your mental state at the time of the crime? That and like but a morality that's, test. But that's something that they're supposed to take into account. At but the they tri- don't. At the court level. They that's don't. Something that, and that's the issue. That's something that like is, especially for first time offenders, that's something that um, the prosecution and the judges are, the judges are supposed to take that in. If you're found guilty of the crime, the judges are supposed to take that into account with sentencing. But they don't. Well, they are they supposed to, and I, I would. I'm not gonna say none of them do. There's, but it's a very fine line. The technicality of it is that there is a set. I can't exactly remember what it is in Tennessee, which I feel like I should. But there is a set of like. So say you commit this crime, mm-hmm. you you are required to serve within this amount of time, mm-hmm. and they have to follow that yeah. because if they don't then that is, like, literally against the state constitution well, <laughs> and yes. statutes. Yes, of course. But it's also just, I just always, like, think back, and I'm like. And there are factors that they have to take into, like, it even yeah, says, yeah, like, yeah. if this is a first-time crime, this yeah. is this and this and this. But I think, I mean, even just doing, like, the same thing you were talking about with gun screening. Yeah. Something like that to see if they qualify for restorative justice to help them out. What? She did not look at my phone. Okay. <laughs> but. Even like just something, to, something to help. Yeah. Because, like, it's just it's just so flawed, and the way we treat prisoners now, or like, it's just it's it's not okay. It's inhumane. It is. It's and that's like, and I understand. I understand when someone does an inhumane thing, but for people who have to like go to prison for like, say they were just driving the getaway car. They don't deserve to be treated like that. Stop. <laughs> no. I just started singing Taylor Swift's Getaway Car. I'm so sorry, everybody. But yeah, I just even you like stuff like the getaway I mean, car. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're hysterical at this I'm point. I'm so you sorry. Guys. But oh god, even so, okay. <laughs> my, my, head, my headphones hit the microphone. Oh my lord. But even something like that, I think. We just need we just need a better system, and I think that's always like my conclusion on every episode. We but we need, need a better, better system, system. <laughs> because it's just it's getting it's getting crazy. It's getting hard. It's getting ridiculous. Well, it's always been hard. It's getting worse and worse. It's just yeah, it's never been easy, and it's getting harder, and it's getting worse, and it's like, geez, guys, come on. The caffeine's hitting me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I've got. That's all I've got for now. I yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on. I could. I could. Let's not. <laughs> Please, no. I don't have the brain power to keep going on and on. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening to another episode of Pretty Legal Nonsense. She's watching me like a hawk to see if I touch the soundboard. If you touch that soundboard <laughs> again, I'm taking it away from you. No, okay, fine. But <laughs> that is all I'm telling you, guys. black cat, golden, golden retriever. retriever. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening. And that is a wrap on today's episode of Pretty Legal Nonsense. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Bye, guys.